The Empire may have fallen, but my ambitions never wavered. I am Grand Admiral Thrawn, and my return is inevitable. War is inevitable. One must destroy in order to create. We are no Jedi. I started hearing whispers. What happens when we find Thrawn? If we don't stop Thrawn, everything will be in vain. You and I both know who could help you with this. She's still just as stubborn as ever. I bet your master found you difficult at times. Anakin never got to finish my training. I walked away from him. Nice haircut. Just like I walked away from Sabine. Master. Ahsoka. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back. Today, we're about to talk about Ahsoka part four and i gotta say wow it was a great episode so much to talk about in this episode there is so much to break down of course um we're gonna take it down slow and pain and less painful way to take it down and less an excitement great guys this is the episode i was looking for this is the episode we were all looking for this is where it's gonna be leading us to ahsoka Thrawn, Sabine, and Hera, and just the entire Rebel crew, I guess, they're back now. And hopefully, hopefully soon we get to see Zeb Aurelius, so that's going to be exciting. And yeah, as I mean, we here is your co-host, me and your co-host, Matthew Manchester. Watch, watch, everyone. And welcome back, guys. Ahsoka, and we are here to talk about Ahsoka Part 4. Fallen Jedi, directed by, uh, again, Peter Ramsey. Wow. You may know him for uh, the pirate episode of The Mandalorian. And, um, yeah, he directed this episode. And he's the one that brought Zebrilis back, which I was looking forward to seeing Zebrilis in this episode. But we didn't get to see him, so a little disappointed on that. But... It was still it was still a big hit. And again, Fallen Jedi was talking a lot about the falling the actual Fallen Jedi, which was exciting. Fallen Jedi would we hear Anakin, we see Anakin was one of the Fallen Jedi. And um and also we get to Balin Balin Scar, who is also a fallen Jedi. And uh, so is Asuka. Asuka quit the Jedi Order, dropped out of the Jedi Order. Uh, didn't turn to the dark side, but in a way, she is a fallen Jedi that was that dropped out of the Jedi Order. Okay, Matthew, what was your opinion? Let's begin this episode. What was your opinion on this episode? Um, it was a good introduction. <laughs> I was oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, really looking forward to it. It was amazing. They, I said, I think they set up so that we would potentially see the new galaxy mm -hmm. in the next episode. Yeah, I really like how they didn't just jump into the new galaxy. I really like how they t they're taking the time to get there. And mm, my tongue still hurts from biting. <laughs> I bit my tongue. So, uh, yeah, um, I, I like how we're taking time to get there. But, uh, but again, this episode is what I was looking forward to in episode three. This is what I was looking forward to in episode three. But again, this made the episode four the better and the best that it is in this episode. Um, yeah, I read I read somebody saying zero star somewhere 
it will he said zero star means as a no thron no 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 zero stars no thron zero star that's just how it goes and I'm like Okay. That's a little ridiculous. We're gonna rate the episode because Thorn does is not there. That is a little extreme. Yeah, that no is it. No stars. Yeah, no Thrawn, no stars. I'm like, that's a little extreme. That's a little in the extreme point there, dude. That's a little extreme. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, uh, we start this episode with um, Sabine connecting to uh, Falcon. Uh, using the name Fulcrum to connect with uh, uh, Hera. And I thought that was interesting. Why are they still using Fulcrum when the Empire has been defeated? I get I get the point to just have it. But wasn't that a hidden code so that the Empire wouldn't, you know, find them? And I'm like, why are they using it now since the mm-hmm. Empire is already gone, defeated? Are you still using Fulcrum? What, what's your, what's your opinion on that? In theory, the so the empire mm-hmm. has been weakened. The yeah. empire is no longer sure, mm-hmm. but the empire ha- is still there. It's still present. Because mm-hmm. like the like you know that there was the hello, and then they then they um it became the empire. Yeah, I lost some of what you said. I lost some of what you said. Can you start over? That, uh, so it was, there was, it's kind of, so the empire is still there, it's still present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like the author, so the author public mm-hmm. was the republic, and then it became, but then after Order 66, it became the empire, but the but the Republic was still there. It was the Imperial oh, Republic. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, like there were still senators. Mm-hmm. They and then and then by take, but then when they took down the Empire, there's still pockets of Imperial loyal people, like mm-hmm. um um. Like um, Moff Gideon. Yeah, Moff Gideon. People yeah. like Moff Gideon. Yeah, is still around. Yeah. Kind of like they, also kind of like the Jedi Order have been destroyed. In Order sixty six, but that didn't mean that there weren't any Jedi around. That's true. Yeah, that's they true. During the hiding, in the yeah. same way, once the Empire fell, then the surviving, the survivors of the Empire were in the hiding. Mm, that's true, yeah. Yeah. And that's they're still fighting from the shadows. Kind of like Kanan, a Jedi, were fighting. And as well as um Cal. He mm-hmm. he continued fighting the Empire even when the the Jedi order no longer was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In it, the same it, way. Yeah, it, it was empire. Mm-hmm. Also, like the empire fell fallen of the idea of Thrawn coming back as the heir to, to the empire. It's like the empire's. It's like in the kingdom where the once the kingdom is overthrown or defeated, but they but they're waiting 
before our team was waiting for the the ruler to come back, the rightful mm -hmm. ruler to come back and we and we establish stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, one of one of the things I gotta point out in this episode is I love this planet. I love the planet so much. I love it, especially when Asuka's just standing outside and the wind is like blowing on her and Sabine comes out. I'm like, oh, this is a beautiful planet. I wish I could see more of it. I know I know how they did it. They filmed this in their giant screen. So I know they couldn't go pretty far. So they had to go by set, by set, by set, by set. But I got to say one thing is I love this planet. I thought it looked great. And just Asuka just standing there with her presence looked awesome uh but yeah let's get to uh one of the scene in the show um uh, uh sabine is looking for her thrower uh flingy thing i don't know if they have a name for it but basically what i saw because talking with sabine right now is her personal feelings with ezra and if she's willing to that and she's telling ezra if uh, sabine sorry she's telling sabine if we can't find a way to get to get um, Ezra, if we can't find a way to get Ezra, then our enemy shouldn't either. What What was your feeling? What was your thoughts on that line? Thirty cost benefit hours. The idea of so there's the there's the benefit of finding Ezra. But what's the it's like would you rather not would you rather not find Ezra and in doing so not have the have song come back or would you mm -hmm. rather do everything you can to get Ezra back at the car at the expense of the chance of throwing coming back right yeah so the what's at stake here mm -hmm. yeah yeah and also as we see it's like the mm -hmm. the enemies want throwing yeah okay we're losing connection here and guys just give us a minute you want the deals we need we want what we want or no one gets what they want yeah yeah, that's true. Yeah, we were losing a little so bit of connection. The idea is is funding Alpha worth going come back. Yeah, Matthew, we're losing some of we're losing connection, so we're kind of getting it back slowly. So uh I guess some of that would not be picking up. So yeah. Yeah, I totally I totally get it. Like if you don't if you don't want the enemies to get there. Uh, if you can't get there, don't you don't get the don't so don't have the enemy get there and and find that out. Um, but yeah, the cost and benefit cost benefit analysis. You got that? Yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I got that. Um. I so something that is always bogging me in like uh, these series. Uh, Thrawn returning as heir to the Empire. I know we will see Thrawn in this episode. I know they've been talking about this for a while, so I totally, I totally get it. I totally get it. But what about Thrawn returning to the Empire? The thing is, 
I I'm a huge fan of the books, uh, throne books, not the not the legend book, but the canon books. I have read them. I love the books. Knowing about Thrawn, they don't make Thrawn. I know in Rebels they do. In Rebels, literally, Dave Filoni just takes Thrawn and makes him a villain. And I, I yeah, get I, Rebels needs a villain. Yeah, Rebels needs a villain. They so they take Thrawn, this great character in the books that was written so well, and they took him on just being this selfish guy who has, whose whole point is to bring down uh the rebellion. And that wasn't that was technically not Thrawn's portrayal in the books, at least. Thrawn's portrayal was always like this guy who would do anything. He would protect his home from the Empire. And we know for sure Thrawn's the Empire is gone. And Thrawn returning as new heirs of the Empire, this sounds like another a book from Legends where Thrawn was an heir to the Empire. If they're going from a legend book, then I totally get it. But if they're going from a canon book, then they shouldn't make Thrawn the new heir of the Empire. I don't know. I, I just thought it kind of it kind of feels like they're now replacing mm. the um heir to the empire book with the Ahsoka series. Mm -hmm. The yeah. aspect of Thrawn becoming heir of the Empire. Yeah, I I, I I totally how he that how he comes to be the heir of the empire yeah. if he succeeds in this show. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the next scene we get Morak and uh Shanghai uh come in and they tell uh Balin that where the uh, they found the they located the Jedi ship, Ahsoka meaning Ahsoka and Sabine's ship. And Balin tells them to hunt them down, saying that the droid, uh, the bounty wouldn't do the job, but she will. And Shanghai seems so happy about it. And so Balin, Balin sends them to hunt the uh, Ahsoka. So in the previous episode, he said there'll be a shame to kill to, to kill her. Ahsoka. But as we can see, and my guess is that he's he doesn't want to be the one that does it. Mm -hmm. That's what what you're saying, like yeah, um, it will be a shame for me to do it. Yeah. So here in this episode, I know, I know, I I want to focus a little bit in this spot here. Uh, yeah. One other thing I want to say, I love. I love Sabine as a Mandalorian now more than I like her as a Jedi. She's just way better as a Mandalorian. I gotta come out and say that first. Love her as a Mandalorian in every way. Um, but <laughs> one of the things I want to point out here is just like, so Sabine, Sabine watched the um, video hologram thingy that... Um, the message that Ezra left and say I love you like a brother, right? Does Sabine love Ezra Hello? like a brother? Oh. The last connection. Okay, guys, sorry about that. We were having some connection troubles that we got to deal with. At least for now. 
Uh, but yeah, what I was trying to say earlier, like, uh, we see Sabine in uh, a situation now. She's expressing. So when Ezra, when she saw the video, Ezra sent or left before Ezra potentially died. Uh, she, he said, I loved you as they believe. I loved you like a brother. And she doesn't believe that. We see her. She she doesn't she doesn't seem to believe that. So the thing that the thing that's getting me is just like does Sabine love her as a brother? Oh, because we heard Balin said earlier she doesn't have a family. She her family her Mandalorian family died, and when uh, did that happen? like the days say. Balin said her. The her Mandalorian her Mandalorian family died in the purge. Yeah, that is as that is as I far as I know. As far as I know, as far as we heard, we don't know anything more yet. As far as I know, he, ah. what Balin said is his family died doing the purge or doing whatever was happening in the uh, Mandalorian. So, um, but. But uh, I wonder if it's just she wants a family, a connection with a family, or Ezra is like a family member and she wants to have her whole family together, or she, or she actually has feelings for Ezra, which is when when Ahsoka came to her and said, "I know how much Ezra uh, means to you," but sometime we gotta put our uh. Uh, what was the word she used? Yeah, she said, I know what Ezra means to you. And then uh, she said, sometimes we got to put our personal feelings. We got to put our... Sorry, I'm looking up. Right. Sometimes we have to do what's right, regardless of, regardless of our personal feelings. So here's my thing. The Jedi Order is done. And she's being trained as a Jedi. And that's what the question brings me back to that question. But what's your what's your thing about that? Do you think she does about or doesn't? The, about the fact that with whether or not they should keep pursuing Ezra. Uh I no, was just that... saying earlier that 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 if is finding Ezra worth having Thrawn coming back, if it's, if it's the, like, we can find out for it, but the outcome is that Thrawn's going to come back. Mm -hmm. So which one is it, is it, so, but which the, is it worth more? Yeah, but my question is, do you think she loves him as a brother or as like, oh, like, I love you, love you, you know? And, and it's going through going throughout rebels that was I had the impression that there was there was more. Yeah. And also so just seeing the decision that, that she made my, at the end too. And if they changed it, if they changed it completely. Mm -hmm. Well yes, they're still as a brother and sister, well mm -hmm. still family members, that's fine. But the teenage um romance thing mm -hmm. that they were expressing 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So levels, that was, Right. that I was missed. Like, I was, from, at the end of levels, I had the impression that, that they still had that, had that sort of feeling. And Right. that's why he would be, like, like the message, I thought he, he was like, come find me once the war is done. And apparently, it, here's here's a circuit for saying is Mm -hmm. is And it depends on responsibility is it worth first. it? Is it No, worth it? no, uh, what? No, as he, she's not saying he's not. She's not saying that it is. It isn't worth it, or Or it is she worth asking it. Yeah, she's to saying be we it gotta worth put our it? sometimes we gotta put our responsibility first. Like right now, they're they're responsible if whatever happens for our Mor Morgan brings back Thrawn and then this whole heir to the Empire thing happens again. So it's still that kind of like the thing that's going on right now. So what she's that's what she was explaining to her. So Uh, it's but yeah. either don't find Ezra or, or have Thrawn come back as day of the Empire. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, but yes, the next scene we see Hu Yang fixing the ship. Hu Yang and Hu Yang start squinting to see if anybody was out there because he had a feeling that any, somebody was out there. And I like I like how they had a Hu, Hu Yang squint. And also, the best part in the scene is we got to see Hu Yang fight, and that was amazing. I was expecting him to put a fight. I didn't want him to be C three PO. Oh, other droids where they don't put a fight, they're just like, oh my, and start running, you know. I want Yeah. to see Yu Yang fight. And from the look of it, we know Yu Yang uh, taught uh, some Jedis and also um, He was, he also I would taught. imagine he, this is not his only, this is not the first time he had to fight. Yeah. Because of the attack on the Jedi Temple during Order 66, I'd imagine he would have had to be there fighting. Yep. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that's interesting to me is that uh in the attack of order sixty six, um would he would he would have been there? That's the thing, is I, I wonder if he would have been there. If if he even would have been there. Well, the, his role in the Jedi Temple was to teach younglings, and that's where they were. Yeah, no, Younglings but he were being taught in the temple. but from what I recall, he was mostly in a ship. He worked on a ship, at least my recall of that Oh, more situation, when younglings but went on um, field trips. on field trips and stuff like that. Yeah. At least he was there building that last but we never see Yu Yang much in Star Wars except for that one scene there. But yeah, he might actually have fought. Yeah, he might actually have been fought. You might actually be right about that. But I just Well, it would I make just thought sense. it was interesting, yeah. It would make sense to me. But yeah. Also, he's like, this is not... He was fighting pretty well Mm-hmm. at Yeah. first. It's not like a... Yeah, you can, this is, it's not like he never fought. And Right. we see that they fought before. Mm-hmm. And uh 
and the the assassin droids tried to cover his mouth when Yu Yang was asking for help. He's like, oh, uh, I thought that was a little funny. <laughs> I thought that was a little funny. Like, I was like, why are you trying to cover droids' mouth? I mean, they don't have like mouth that actually moves. But I guess maybe it's because Yu Yang's speaker is right. Speaker, yeah, like, is right at at his mouth. So that's probably why. The droid was like, you know when they like three people knows as soon as they covered his mouth that he stops talking. Yeah. So but, that... but let's but let's pretend he kept talking. Mm-hmm. He was been muffled as well. Okay, that's interesting. That's my guess. Yeah, I wonder why droids don't. But he his voice was still his voice was still louder. Uh, than ever, but uh, when he turned off the light, uh, I saw I saw being thought, oh, that droid messed it up again, and then I saw as like he wouldn't do that, and then it's like it just turns on the lightsaber and yeah, walks out. I'm like, oh well. yeah, let's go. Yeah, he, she knows her droid really well. I like, uh, well, to me, Yuying doesn't feel like like Asuka's droids. I don't know why, but for me, I don't see Hu Yang as Ahsoka's droid. I see Hu Yang as Ahsoka's because she... Like her co-pilot. Yeah, also Hu Yang picked up, did, was one of the people that worked with Ahsoka herself. So... So she knew him very well because she had a big long history with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love how Ahsoka just turns on the lightsaber and Sabine puts on the helmet and shows them who's the Mandalorian. Oh, who's what did you boss? What did you think of seeing Sabine in the Mandal as with her Mandalorian full armor and full costume? That was seeing her action was pretty well. Pretty mm. exciting. They you know what? She reminded me of Bo Katan a lot. When she was fighting, her style of fighting, and I'm like, oh my, this is like Bo Katan with her oh, with her Mandalorian. She, so, fought, she fought like Bo Katan. Now I want to see a show of Bo Katan and Sabine together, both the both of them together as Mandalorian. That would be sick. Weren't they? I think they. So, Sabine is from which clan? Uh, the Ran clan. Ran, and so is Sabine. Uh, Sabine and both of them were both from... Really? Ran, right? Really? Clan Ran? Was Bo-Katan oh, really ben, in clan? No, she, both of them were from Klee. Yeah. I thought Bo-Katan had a different clan than clan ran i think Cl- yeah both of them was from yeah the, both of them was quiz both of quiz and then, no that's her last name oh right the, when she so when oh right, when so when when Sabine, when Sabine introduced herself in Rebels to the other Mandalorians. I don't, 
Yeah, we should probably go back and look at that. And then, and I then don't... they're like Death Watch. Yeah, we should go back and look at that. I, I think there was a, I think Sabine, Sabine and um, I don't remember what clan they were. We we can go back and look at that. But yeah, I really want to see. Yeah, the... they. I thought they both had the knife. They both had the owl. Hmm. And the helmet, the owl thing, and Sabine just painted hers. Oh, I don't remember color. that. But yeah, well, let's go back and look at it. Look at it later. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and then after that awesome duel, that awesome like thirty second duel, I loved it so much. Um, uh, Hu Yang tells them, "Stay together. Do me a favor. Stay together. You always did better." You always did, you always did better that way. And then he added, in my opinion. <laughs> and then Sabine bells sarcastically. Of course it sounded it sounded sarcastically. Uh and then they were like, we should just get moving. I thought that part was awkward. And then she was like, together. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's that's awkward. And then they laughed about it and then and I, I just love and as Hugh was like, you would think me. I just love both of them together. And the only reason I love both of them together is because I love Sabine has a Mandalorian in her and her as a Jedi. Though it does feel like this Mando and Grogu thing. Mando's a Mandalorian, Grogu is a Jedi, but also to be trained as a Mandalorian. Again, it's it goes back no, to the rest well, of the if you think about it this way, it's opposite. So basically, in Mando and Grogu mm-hmm. setting, a Mandalorian is training someone that was going to be a Jedi into the Mandalorian way. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka, in this case, is training, is trying to train what, what who, who, Sabine, who was Mandalorian, into mm-hmm. the Jedi way. Right, right. So it's the opposite. Okay. Yeah. You see, um, a Jedi, so Jedi becoming a Mandalorian and then Mandalorian becoming a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grogu and Sabine and then both and then um Ahsoka and Mando. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and then in the next thing we get, of course, eyes. Uh, in the next scene, of course, we get uh, I yeah, I, next scene we get uh, Hera, Chopper, and Jacob Sandula, Jason Sandula, sorry, not Jacob, Jason Sandula, disobeying orders as usual, and to go help Sabine and Ahsoka find Ezra. And this was, and then we saw we, we saw Jason, we you saw he. Green hair. Yeah, we saw yeah. we saw more of Jason. It was with the green with green hair. Yeah, that's I, how I see it. And then we got to see the ghost. Woo! How was your feeling on that? Very um, like wow, they did a great job bringing sent- the cartoon ghost to live action. Yeah, it sent me back. Man, they sent me back. I loved it. And uh, Chopper though the, with them. The, though the cockpit filled a little filled 
uh, felt a little smaller than usual, but maybe that was because there's a difference between the animation and the live action. But yeah, you I, can't do everything. Yeah, I wish they. I wish they showed us a little bit more of the ghost inside. We would love to see it, but we're not ready to see it yet. But hopefully, at some point, we will see the ghost inside. And we see, we see uh, Jason Sandula in the cafe where his father used to sit. Oh, I was like, I love that. I love that. Yeah, when we saw him in cartoon, he was sitting in that same seat. He was yawning and stretching. Hmm? Oh, yeah, yeah. When yeah. they were like, when Sabine was giving an after the after the empire fell, this is what ha- happened. Mm-hmm. The the epilogue. Yeah, yeah, that was that was fun. We see we see Carson again, and he's helping with the, he's helping Hera in his mission. Uh, just so you guys didn't know, Carson is in the character in the Mandalorian to help, um, the Mandalorian, uh, with the attack on the pirate, on. Uh, Devado, Lovato. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> I don't talking to Zeb. Yeah, he was the one who was talking to Zeb in the final episode, which is interesting that I was really looking forward to seeing Zeb, but apparently we didn't get Zeb. It was him, not Zeb. Yeah. But it, it was, I suppose, if you think about it, so back, so the Republic. Mm-hmm. The new Republic refused to help Navarro. Yeah, Navarro and uh, and then they refused to to help um Hera find mm-hmm. Ezra. Yeah. So they we see in the same the same thing happened twice, mm-hmm. and as we can see, uh, Garson was that his name? Yeah, Garson. Yeah, Garson, who. Had both had asked Navarro's asked for the help of to help Navarro. Well, here he's showing we're seeing he's the same. He's pretty the same as as yeah, because he was in the they they were in the same shoes and the asking the Republic for help and they mm-hmm. turned uh, turned them both down. See, so this is like, this is why I don't really like the New Republic. He's here. He's it's just here. they're scared Working all the time. Them. Yeah, they're just scared all the time. They're making this. They're making certain decision. It's like they're scared to make different decisions. They seem like wusses. But like, uh, why are you even here? Right? This isn't this the walls to a public to help. The whole point public. is for you to help. And when you're refusing all help, you just seem like yeah, you're just like scared. The old the public refused to help. <laughs> Naboo until they saw proof. And we see at the that at the end of episode one. And the Gundams Amadara tells Viceroy to go back to the Senate and yeah. explain all of that. Yeah, yeah that's true. Explain um, what's going on. We see Morgan Elbeth doing the witch magic thingy again with the globe. And she is locating the location of Thrawn. There's a timer on the thing so they can calculate 
the precise direction of Thrawn, uh, where Thrawn is. And here we see uh, in the other galaxy, in the newer galaxy, we see Morgan L. that um, uh, Balin says, if this doesn't work, we'll be lost in deep space of the void. And then uh, Morgan Albert says, uh, have faith. Pretty much have faith. And then he said, I lost faith. Uh, faith. I lost, I lost that a long time ago. And we can see that it was faith in the Jedi. We saw... Faith. Can you have faith in something else? He, he lost faith Oh, you think it might be something else? Well, like you can lose your faith in one thing, but can mm -hmm. you put your faith in something else? Here, well, he did have that. No, the he... the truth is that he needed to destroy in order to create. Yeah. Uh, he lost his faith, which I'm I, at least from my understanding, could possibly mean about the Jedi, Order sixty six, all the rubbish stuff that has been happening. Uh from my understanding, this this is the story here. Uh Bailing is a fallen Jedi, which is one of the thing what this story is talking about. Is talking about in this story. And Balin is I love Balin. I even love him even more now in this episode. I just thought he was amazing. So yeah, they're calculating the coordinate to jump to hyperspace the exact spot as where Thrawn is and then uh, and then we see more running from Ahsoka and Sabine until they bumped into Shanghai and Morak. Morak? I, I that's why I'm getting confused. Do you say Morak or Merak? Because I'm hearing different people say it differently. Uh and mm. I, I get confused. Is it Morak well, or Merak? We can watch we can watch the episodes again. Yeah. Where because the episodes in the Sucker series we tell us the precise pronunciation. I yeah. pronounce the name correctly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because uh, called him by name. Mm-hmm. Uh but Shanghai seemed so excited. I love I love the way she took off her clock, her cape. Like <laughs> It seemed a little dramatic and ridiculous, but unnecessary. But I get it. If they pull you by the cape. Wants to show off. I mean, last time Sabine didn't look like she pulled her by the cape. But I guess she was trying to make sure that this time I don't get pulled by the cape. <laughs> but the whole well, thing it's like, I suppose it's, it's a little too dramatic. Like she stabbed Sabine and now here's Sabine back. And now there's the fight again. Yeah. And like and she's like, then I just I tried telling killing you earlier. Mm -hmm. Why are you back? Kind of like kind of like what kind of like Obi-Wan when you find out that Maul's alive. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, definitely. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, we see Merit uh Shanghai and Sabine split up. They both they both took their own duel. And, and they both took their own separate duel. And then Merrick Morak of Merrick Morak and Sabine and uh Ahsoka in the same one too. They were both fighting each other. Merrick Morak. I would just say Morak, I think. Until I 
discover why he's how he actually said the right way. But Morak and uh, uh, Ahsoka's fighting felt it felt a little bit like Thrawn's uh, Maul, Darth Maul, and I was like, Dave Filoni totally took this from his uh, his duel between Obi Wan and Darth Maul. Like it was yeah, in the final when they face each other for the final time. Mm-hmm. This is the thing is I hated the most, but I liked is that they separated. I know, I know, probably like I know Shang Shang Heidi was uh trying to split them up so that she gets to kill Ahsoka or Sabine or whatever. Um, but. I just didn't like her running away. <laughs> I didn't understand. Like Obi Wan when he <laughs> ran away from Vader. Yeah. In in his own TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was pretty fun, and I love the way I just love Sabine how she dodged, and she had to just push her, use the force to push her away, and um. Sabine just dodging all the all of Shanghai's uh you know lightsaber slice. Yeah, and then she she tries to use the force and and then Shanghai uh, kind of mocks her. <laughs> yeah. You have no power. And that was that, I, I thought I, she was going and this is first I I thought she was gonna use the rope mm-hmm. that she that she had she got in rebels to get the lightsaber back. Mm-hmm. But no, she used a smoke. The smoke a smoke bomb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little thing that she threw at Shanghai's face, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> I love that scene. Uh, but these duel reminded me a lot of samurai. Samurai duels. There was just so long of a pause. So this scene where Morak, uh, Soka kills Morak, reminded me exact scene with Darth Maul. Poses. There's a lot of poses in Star Wars. <laughs> long pauses. Samurai. I love it. I love it. I love that style. It's just I felt like there was just too many, especially when he's fighting. Uh, 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 Balin. It's just this is just a long time where they're just like standing there, staring at each other. You know, I get mm-hmm. it. It's supposed to be a samurai style, and then we got that one slice right on the chest. Finally, something that isn't a stab. <laughs> but shouldn't have shouldn't the more survive. Hmm. More survived being slice like that but then again he marks yeah he, he felt he melted into green goose yeah that's true yeah uh but yeah uh morak died exact same way as savage died in the clone wars he basically stuff can Stuff Oogie witchcraft stuff came out of him, just like Savage and when the Night Brother died. So these are the rumors. Is Morak 
one of the Night Brothers, dead, possibly mm-hmm. dead, but the night, the creepy nice uh, Morgan brought her, brought him back to life, as brought him back to life and turned him into Inquisitor, or is Morag was already a dead Inquisitor that Morgan Elbeth brought back to life. What's your theory on that? Well, the one thing will be when back during the the ma- the massacre mm-hmm. that we just did on on the on the Dathomir witch Dathomir witches mm-hmm. the, in that scenario where they they kept trying when they kept bringing the dead sisters back and they're like zombie. Yeah. Zombie, you know? mm-hmm. yeah. Well, the and Mark, he he wasn't zombieing, and he wasn't, and he talked, right? Yeah. Unlike the nurse sisters that didn't talk, talk, and then even the night brothers in the in the phone order didn't talk when when men brought. Brought them to life. Yeah, Mara brought the night, the creepy night sisters back to life, the dead ones, to and the, the night brothers to kill. Uh, Try kill cow. Cow, and every single time you killed them, they kind of disappeared, like what the Inquisitor in the show did, and that's why we think that that might be a possibility. That well, he talked. So mm-hmm. is uh, so oh, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. yeah, he the, was he, the Night Brothers. Talk. The Night Brothers did talk. I don't think they were dead. I think they were just controlled by their sister, though. If they when I think they were controlled by Marin, but they they um hmm that's interesting because. Yeah. Because when men finally gave up, mm-hmm. it was just the, it was just Count Man and the um fallen Jedi. Yeah, and he also who ex- they worked together to defeat. Yeah, he so, also exploded pretty fast, which made me think, okay, he's not he's not uh he yeah, wasn't Sabai he wasn't really talked. there. Yeah, Sabaj talked, mm-hmm. uh, but he was alive. But he, he was alive. He okay, was, one of the things. A monster. Okay, one of when the a dead person made alive. Yeah, one of the things though I gotta mention here before we move on is that um, after Asuka destroys, you know, destroys uh Merrick, uh, there seemed to be this long pause. Uh, of uh Asuka and uh no Sabine and. Sing Heidi, like they didn't fight and just stared at Ahsoka when Ahsoka when uh Sabine tells Ahsoka to go get it, get the map or whatever they needed to get. Seemed to be a long pause, and then Sing Heidi just seems so disappointed when says to uh Sabine that she will pay, and I was like, you will regret this decision. So I was like. Okay, was Shane Heidi in love with the Inquis- Morak? What do you think? 
that now that you brought that up, that's interesting. I think was but I like more like a more of the so there was the two there was a two against the two. Mm-hmm. One died. Now this person now Shanghai has to face both of them. Right. And now she wants to do all she can to kill either one or both. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 yeah and that's I think true. that's her and she was kind saying you'll pay with your life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I just thought, I just thought that was uh, very interesting. That, that long of a pause too. It's just like Okay, what 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 are you trying to do here? Why why is she so why does she seem so angry some sudden? I I you know normally when uh when um uh Sith Lords, you know, master dies or if somebody connected to them, they don't seem to really much they don't seem to care much. Right, but these guys aren't yeah. That's that's true, but but yeah, um, there is one thing though I want to point out later on that I spotted, but I don't know how many of the people spotted, but stay tuned with us. It's a big one, uh. But uh, Balin was Ahsoka came comes to Balin for the first time, meeting Balin actually for the first time too. She seemed to not be surprised, and the first thing Balin says. Uh, Anakin spoke highly of you, and then he said, "Interesting." <laughs> she said, "Interesting." I never remember. I didn't. I don't remember her. Man- I don't remember him mentioning you. And I'm like, "Ouch!" And uh, it seems like Balin is, from what I understand, Balin's story here is that he's saying that it's all the Jedi's fault. That's like who he blamed mm-hmm. the Jedi in episode eight when he was telling Ray why the Jedi should should end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it it's from what I understand here is uh he blames everything to the Jedi. He doesn't he 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 think the Jedi's were the problems of everything, which totally understandable. You the trained Anakin, Anakin turns to the dark side. I get it. I get it. But uh seeing that he was once a Jedi, I'm like, hmm. Okay, he's blaming everything to the Jedi, wasn't he? Once a once one of them. Well he stopped being one. Mm-hmm. Like he, he blames the Jedi and starts to be Kind of like yeah, you know, like Ahsoka mm-hmm. left, and what she had to say about the Jedi yeah. when people asked her about it. Yeah, and it seems like Balin is saying the only reason I'm here is I'm sure is to to sure the future of the return of Grand Admiral Thrawn, and it seems like because he. He wants something. He says for him, there's something great that is coming. And uh, 
And what do you think that will be? Well, he told his apprentice when his apprentice who was like, so when someone comes back, what does that mean? They're like, for some, mm -hmm. or some, um, whatever he said after that. Fear, but for us, it's power. Mm -hmm. And he said he's not, he said to himself, like he said, I'm not starting a war. Thrawn will, but Thrawn will. And he's he's telling them that it is unfortunate, unfortunate evil. It is an unfortunate evil, but speak of the great truth. And he's just like saying these things. Um, one, one must destroy in order to create. So he's saying that Thrawn is going to bring... Uh, peace to the galaxy. Well, like if we think about what Thorn, think about Thorn and his books, mm -hmm. about the idea that he was, he wasn't really, um, or his objective was to keep his parents safe. So, him being, I, I think he, if he comes and becomes through empire, he wouldn't have them more like Sidious. He won't be like Sidious in that way. Um, one of the things that caught my attention in this episode was uh when they were put. I was I was like, "What are you doing? You could just use the force to pull your lightsaber." When they both just grabbed their lightsaber out of there, you know, I was expecting at least from Balin. Maybe not in Silka so much, but from Balin, I was expecting him to use the force to like pull the lightsaber in his hands, you know, instead of, you know, grabbing it and picking it out of his little hanger thing. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm like, that's not what I expected, you know. Again, everything in this episode I did not expect. So they made it kind of a little like, oh, I'm just going to be lazy and so I'll use the force. I'm just going to pull it out of my. Like a, like a normal person, you know. How was your feeling on that part? About how you picked up his lightsaber? Yeah. <laughs> Both of them even. Um, it's like, it doesn't matter how he does it, as long as okay. he does it. I guess it was, but, I guess it didn't worry you so much. I, it, it got me. Well, I do, I am still kind of thinking about the whole thing with Thrawn. Mm -hmm. About Thrawn creating a war. Mm-hmm. Thrawn was in the box. He's not. He's not really the villain. Yeah. He's not villain. He's working with the Empire just to um keep his planet safe. Mm -hmm. And then in Rebels, he's made the Thrawn into villain in Rebels because they needed one. Yeah. But think. But then think of the um Thrawn. If Thrawn was to come back and create a war and all yeah. of that, well, kind of like the old Thrawn that they made the, the Venice so villain like Thrawn mm -hmm. that that those books were then like we have to the author was told to first recreate Thrawn completely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, 
here kind of feels like you're going back. He's Baron is kind of thinking that Thrawn is going to be that um, Thrawn from the original books, that mm-hmm. uh, that the original Thrawn. Yeah. Whereas we're, we're familiar with the books that do count and the, that they just need a villain in levels. So I don't so it's kind of hard for me to see what he means by Thorn will create a war yeah. with going based on the Thorn that the Thorn that they're bringing back is a Thorn that is the new Thorn. Yeah. The old Thorn is the villain like person that I would imagine. Baby well, let's let's about. just see how this goes. And we'll probably talk about Thorn more. Let's talk about Thorn more as we go through this series. And uh, maybe more in a Q&A, but yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting to, to get to. Yeah, but the lightsaber thing, I know problem with. Yeah, yeah, but let's 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 get more into Thrawn in our Q&A, but yeah, let's get into this episode. Um, and uh, one of the things that I'm, I'm seeing here is the long pauses, especially Balin and Ahsoka. <laughs> Long pauses. I know they are going for samurai style here. And as much as I love it, Japanese style, as much as I love it, they are too long. <laughs> they are too long. I, of just that like, was like Obi-Wan when they're facing each other for the same final time. Yeah, but that was more oh, like a dramatic one. That was more like a dramatic two slash type of thing. Here, they're just taking a long time, long pauses for something that duels that's going to take forever. Maul was just going to be pain, painless and one and two, three strikes. That's all it took to defeat Maul. These are multiple strikes. If it was a three strike duel, then that's what I would expect here. But since it wasn't, the long pauses weren't very necessary. So for somebody who well, really enjoys Samurai, they weren't they Jedi anymore, but again... No, no, but this has nothing to do with either the, if they were Jedi or not. It's just a whole long pauses. To me, I'm not appreciative of the long pauses that they're taking to hold a lightsaber some position, to stand a certain way, and to just stand at each other. I suppose what they were trying to see is <laughs> if the opponent going to back down. <laughs> or they're taking the time to study the other person's kind of taking time to, to make the guess to guess the uh, opponent's next moves before okay. they strike. Okay, okay, I can, I can agree on that, yeah. Uh, but uh, one of the things that caught my attention in this episode, also, the big thing that I was wanting to talk about is. Uh, when uh, Morgan Elbeth is one of her droids, when she went up in the ship, she said, she said, the Jedi has engaged Lord Balin at the, at the home. And when he said Lord Balin, yeah, is he like- saying that by respect? Or is he saying that like, Building some sort of lord, whatever lord he is. Yeah, because when they say lord, 
Yeah. Enough of, when Lord was used, they were referring to Seth. Yeah. Seth Lord. Yeah. Seth, Seth Lord, Lord or somebody who's sometime I think are like that's when they like they use they use other world yeah. keywords yeah, for other people. No, they said like my lord, like a lot of the time I guess I guess it might be like high authority because a lot of them when Stormtrooper was speaking to somebody who's higher authority, but mostly I saw that only doing like people who are commander. dark side user, not not a commander. They say yes, commander, or yes, general. But normally with Kylo yeah. Ren and uh, Darth Vader, they say yes, my lord, yes, my lord. In episode four, it was yes, my lord. So. When she said, when the droid said Lord Balin, that was one of the things. It might and be not like the... Lord, yes, like a fellow Lord. Yeah, Lord, he, he like said, Lord Vader. He said Lord Balin, so which made me like it caught my interest. I was like, what? What are they talking? Yeah, about? that's very confusing because because when I hear Lord, mm -hmm. I my default goes to success Lords. Because mm -hmm. when when you're Lord, and they say and they have a name of the Sith Lord, mm -hmm. Lord yeah. Vader. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just Emperor Palpatine. Now they that's Emperor versus Lord. Mm -hmm. But when they say Lord, in all the other Star stories, Lord, when they said. Lord, they were referring to the Seth. Yeah, oh, somebody like higher. The person's oh, not Seth, but again... Oh, somebody higher. I don't know. I don't know. We will have to figure as we go. Yeah, but, like, we have to find, figure what they mean by Lord yeah. Balin. Oh, just something. It may not mean anything. I was just too picky about it. I'm just saying I, I was probably just too picky about it. Um, But yeah, going to this episode, we noticed... Uh, yeah, Balin, uh, Ahsoka's fighting Balin, and one other thing I noticed, she's not fighting both lightsabers. She fought, she fought with one lightsaber, which is interesting because she just fought Morak with two, and now she's fighting Balin with one, and I don't understand that style of fighting yet. I don't understand why she fought somebody who was lower than her with two lightsabers and fought somebody who was much better than might be much better than her with one lightsaber. It wasn't it wasn't under it wasn't a clear understanding to me at least. Well uh, she always loses one. Why not? Yeah, but this one, one she pulled out only one. She pulled out yeah, only she one. She doesn't have to lose the second one. Yes, she pulled out only one. And so I just, she, I she just, doesn't lose the, the one she didn't call out. That's true, but I only know that she pulled one. So I'm saying, like, there's no reason why she fought him with one. And well, this is she never met Balin before. That's true. Oh, I get it. Maybe again, yeah, I get why she was fighting in hands with one because at the same time she was trying to grab that map. Yeah, that makes time. Sense. so that makes total sense why she will fight him with one. As she was trying to grab a Balin, was trying to keep her away, and I just wish there were more interaction with both of them, except for just I wish as they were doing a lot of these duel, they hardly had interaction. I know 
there's also such thing as when you're battling, you talk too much and you have to focus. But I also wish there was more interaction as they were fighting, like as they were fighting. And Balin, Balin did show skills. She, he did show that he was better and well more trained than Ahsoka was. So, and then, yeah, I get, I get it. There's a lot. There's a lot to this episode where I wish I could just stand and appreciate. I love this episode so much. Everything about it, especially when Sabine going back again, Shang 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 Heidi and Sabine are fighting. Sabine uses the four. Sabine loses the lightsaber and starts using her armor like Mando, which I thought was really cool. Why do you think of that scene? And then that she tried to use she tried using the force to reach for the lightsaber. <laughs> and when and then and then she had him mocked her and then she used the smoke bomb to escape. Yeah. She she had he was like, You have no power. <laughs> I thought that was a little ridiculous when she tried to raise. I think I heard that phrase before, like you have no power here. Yeah, I think that I think that that phrase was that phrase was used before. I think it was in Rebels. I think uh, somewhere in Rebels. I don't I don't remember where in Rebels though. That's the thing. Yeah, before I think it was I in the it was somewhere. Maybe it was like Nefus. Maybe either in another Star Wars story or or something very disconnected from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um. One thing that Balin says in here, it seems like she hated, he hated Ahsoka and Anakin because he says, your legacy, your legacy, like your master. The legacy, like your master, is one of death and destruction. It seems like he really hated Ahsoka and Ahsoka so, and Anakin. And Legacy was was death and destruction. Mm-hmm. But when I look at Ahsoka, seeing how she is, would you say that would you say that's the same for Ahsoka? Death and know. destruction. Does that mean he believed that Ahsoka would bring Ahsoka would turn to the dark side like her master? Do you think? Well, I don't. I hope she doesn't. Mm-hmm. But again, it's like death and destruction. What? What else would that? Because when they say, because Anakin is like and see, mm-hmm. what's that? Because that was, he turned to the dark side. That was how he did it. Yeah. And yeah, we see Ahsoka going around, reaching for the ball, grabs it, and it burns her hands. <laughs> Which I thought. Maybe there was still that witchcraft on it. Yeah, well, the the thing that she was doing to locate was heat. It was heat. Why in <laughs> did she want to grab that? And Billy is at the point now that she wasn't very smart. And Morgan Elba seemed unhappy because uh it was um 
uh, the calculation wasn't completed. And I said I was burning. And <laughs> and Balin was like, that was on wise. And he starts it with the lights. And we see here, Ahsoka starts losing. This is the thing I don't like. Why did Ahsoka just, after fighting with one lightsaber and her hands just being burned, she starts losing for some reason? I wish there was something more than just that. That she started losing. Well, I imagine that she's if she's in pain, you don't that changes the way you fight. And then she and then she thought Ahsoka was dead. She was I oh know Sabine was dead when she was like Sabine. Sabine? Like I don't know why she this is the thing is I I feel like a lot of them they're assuming a lot of people are dead and she I, I guess she thought Sabine lost. And then the way, and then um, again we see Balin, Tar, his uh his apprentice, Shane Heidi, to grab the uh the map, and then Asuka uses the force and just throws Shane Heidi, <laughs> throws her to the wall, and then she goes unconscious, <laughs> and then she's fighting again with Balin and loses. This is the thing I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. I would, I, I would just say, I would imagine that some of, like, I'll be fighting as normal, and then once I get in the, once, once I get burned or some, something happens, mm -hmm. and then I might, and then I don't do so well. Yeah. And Billy telling, well, yeah. I wouldn't do so well. I totally get it. But... something happens makes me improve or disimprove. This is Ahsoka. I don't I, I don't know. Um, but Balin says it doesn't need to come to this. But you know but you know but you know no other way. Uh it seems like Balin has a good intention. I don't know why, but to me Balin doesn't seem evil. Like, and then Sabine hold out the crystal and was about to blow it out. <laughs> which Sabine, which Asuka said, destroy it. Okay, this is the part I like so much is that she made decision to not. Uh, and then Asuka, of course, gets kicked out of the click, possibly die. What was your feeling on that? I'm pretty, I was pretty sure that she was not dead. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I was pretty sure it was a short story. It is a, she has to survive. What, what are you talking what? about? What are you talking about? It is a rebel series. <laughs> it is literally a rebel series. This the show is, this show is not even a show. It's a rebel series. But, yeah. But the, but the twist, but the thing I like to pay attention to is that. So when, when, Vader tried to get Luke to join him, mm -hmm. Luke refused. Yeah. When, when when Kylan tried to convince when to join him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, here, Bayman 
tries to convince Sabine, and mm. she does not refuse. Which she takes it. Which has been interesting twist. I love that. I love. I love how she was willing to give uh, uh Sabine an option, and I thought that was amazing. I really, I really liked the choice because. Literally, my choice in here was. I th- I actually thought Asuka, oh uh, Sabine wouldn't take it, but I still and then reminding her that her family died. But knowing that Ezra is the only Ezra Bridger is the only family she has left, As- Sabine. Sorry, I keep saying Asuka. Sabine is willing to do anything to have a family again. And that's what she wants, is she wants Ezra. She cares about him. She wants him. And it's seeing how she's going by her feeling. And seeing how that choice made it, I love it. It was something not expected in Star Wars. I was expecting her to blast it, destroy it. But she took... She disobeyed her master and took the path she felt like she wanted. And I love that choice. What was your feeling on that? I actually that, loved it. Like, like, this is new. I This is, I was unexpected, but it was not surprising at the okay. same time. I loved it. I loved it. I loved every single bit of it. And, I it was, and if great. you think about it, if if Sabine did follow say direction on destroying mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. then we would not have had the um gateway open to the new galaxy and we would not have seen as when we wouldn't have had reason to had Thorn show up. Like we saw Thorn the trailer. Mm-hmm. And if they had destroyed the map, then no throne, no way the throne, no throne, no way the throne, no throne in the show. So, so by having, by having Sabine give the map back to Balin, mm-hmm. we we would see. It, that it make it makes sense. It it make it makes everything flow in place. Yeah, I I love I love the unexpected choice, and then Shanghai comes back and starts choking on Sabine. Stop choking Sabine, and then his master was like, "Shen, stop! I promise to keep her alive." He promised her, and he promised to keep her alive. So this is unlike what his master, unlike her master. So because this is what brings me to Ahsoka. This is what brings me. This is what brings me back. Yes, I totally get that. But this is what brings me back. Does this mean Thrawn may kill Balin? This is just a theory. We can break it down more in a Q and A. But could Thrawn kill Balin, or could Balin give his life when Thrawn comes back? Die. Because he's he's keeping his promise to Yeah of them both getting what they want. If Thorne is going to try to kill Sabine, 
because of FESRA. Mm -hmm. So this is in this is an interesting thing, especially the actor did die. Mm -hmm. So yeah, for Baden had died. So if he's Ray, Stevenson. If he, and if he's to die, that will that character dies. If like they if they've done everything they can mm -hmm. with the actor, so yeah. if he's to die, please have him die of a noble cause, noble means yeah, yeah. No, noble. But then it comes to like, is he then turning back to like? Kind of like kind right. of like Vader turns to the dark side, and then he does a noble sacrifice to save his son. Right. It's only family here rest. Yeah. Um. So the ship jump. Uh, the ship jumping to hyperspace. Uh, after this thing, um, General Sandula, Carson, and um, Yu Ying finally reaches that. Um. Uh, reach out to Yu Yang and they're able to interact with them and finally connecting with we know her uh, uh Hera and Hera talking to Hera about the ship is about to reach hyperspace and they can tell that the ship is about to reach uh hyperspace and then they make the huge uh it apparently it was too late so Balin and Balin had destroyed King the map. and Sabine gets to the car. Huh? Balin destroyed the map. So Balin destroys the map. Yeah. So Stop now the... I am assuming. So at this plate, at this point, mm -hmm. it looks like now we have Balin and Shehandi mm -hmm. and the nice sister. Mm -hmm. The name. When, oh yeah, Morgan Alba. Morgan Outback and Sabine. They're all going to this new galaxy. Mm -hmm. We're going to see Ethan Thrawn. Mm -hmm. But now there's the other level characters, Hera and um Jason mm -hmm. and Ahsoka and the and the and the other people now they can't go back now they can't follow they can't go they can't follow and they can't go mm -hmm. to this new galaxy because the map has been destroyed. Right, but so, I, but I, and also they're not in the ship. I I guess it takes massive amount of uh, hyperdrive and massive amount of. Energy uh, because so this ship anyway. Yeah, this ship was massive, and by the time the gross crew, the ghost and its crew, Hera try to shoot, uh, they the ship already made a jump to hyperspace, destroying half of their crew, only leaving two shame, two, two of her of her teammates left after the ship made a high. A hyperdrive yeah, so jump. What did you think of that hyperdrive jump? That was like that we've was never seen it before. It was big, guys. And, it it, and they had they. I was like, if they kill, if they killed um, 
What's his name? The um, Shinghai Morgan yeah, Alba. They killed the um, Republican uh, Carson. The, who Carson from the from Rep the from New Republic? Yeah, that guy Carson. Yeah, if they if they right. I'm glad they didn't kill him. Like now he's one of the few survivors as well as the ghosts and which would include Heron, Jason. Mm -hmm. I'm glad at least those three survived. Yeah. To even see how the ship was making a hyper job hyper hyperspace jump was like huge. And uh and then you can see um Harold's word and Harold's uh are you seeing this? Like this is massive, and I thought, and I thought this was great. And seeing it make a hyperdrive jump was just like, oh, it blew my mind. It blew now, my mind. Through, so now of the public, mm -hmm. the public who have who decided to dis disobey orders and yeah. go with her, now they see that she was telling the truth, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and so now she. She has some backup, and so she decides to go back to the Republic and try to convince them. Otherwise, mm -hmm. she has some allies in the Republic. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Or did, or they would have to be expelled too. Mm -hmm. And Hera was expelled, I would imagine. And then hearing Jason says, "Mom, I have a bad feeling. I have a bad feeling about." Uh, wait, wait, wait. He says, Mom, I've got a bad feeling. I wish he said, I've got a bad feeling about this because that's the whole, that was the whole line. The whole line. The whole line. Yeah, Jason. Why did you not? <laughs> the whole line, Jason. The whole line. Uh, but he says, Mom, I've got a bad feeling. And this, I feel like a lot of the time he's showing that how Jason's force sensitive. And I like that. I really did. I really more did. Like, this was a proof. Like, you know, everybody can say I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah. Like, Hanasello said that in episode four, and he was not force sensitive. Good. Good. Um, but yeah, I got an interesting question from uh, a fan. We're going to answer this. This is going to bring in lots of questions from our fans, so we hopefully will get to all of that. Yeah. And uh, the next biggest reveal and the save we were planning on keeping it for last is Anakin Skywalker coming back. Yes, let's talk about the big reveal. Anakin Sky Guy gets revealed and calls Ahsoka Snips in uh, World Between Worlds, where Ezra saves Ahsoka. Ahsoka's back there, assuming Ahsoka's dead. Not exactly sure what happened. We're going to discover more next week in episode five. We're halfway through, guys. We're halfway through of this Ahsoka series. But yes, what was your takeaway? How was your feeling seeing Hayden Christensen back as Anakin Skywalker and in CGI this time? That was amazing. It's nice to see Hayden Christensen. And the circle together. <laughs> yeah. But again, but then again, we, um, there's still the, um, CGI aspect that I do have 
some because I might be a little picky on what what uh, CGI uh, the picky. What's the picky about it? Well, that he looked a little bit like a ghost. Well, more like a like. So more like the, like you know when in in um in the flashbacks in the in episode in the in the Obi Wan show where we see Anakin as when we when we see her consistent as Anakin and it's like. All perfectly fine, looking like normal, mm -hmm. how it was in episodes two and three. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I gotta say, I liked it. But then here, I kind of like, they kind of like, he didn't, they made some, yeah. But there's some change. Again, I liked it. I didn't think it was. I I like just seeing Hayden Christensen play himself, though I wish he came as a ghost. Not as a you know, not as a human being, but ghost, I, again, I'm saying, I'm saying again, I'm saying, I wish he came as a ghost. This is my wish. I'm not saying that if it was bad or not. This, and I love the face that Suka looks like she just saw a ghost. <laughs> well, of course he's a ghost. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, this is a Suka in world between world. And she's, she's uh, Sabine. That was the spot that excited me. Again, I love that scene. I love seeing the connection again, and I love how he called him. He called her Snips. That was that was just amazing. And though I wish one of the things though I wished is that he wasn't done CGI. I guess many fans out there really liked him as CGI. Like to see him longer, but I also I'm just like to see Hayden Christensen play. This I look showed up. Yeah. Mandalorian. Yeah. And took Roku away. Yeah, I'm not talking about <laughs> I'm not going to the Mandalorian map. I'm not going there right now. I'm talking about the CGI. Yeah, the CGI guy right now. Well, it wasn't that good. It um, wasn't, yeah. In um, Luca, it wasn't um, that good. It's kind of like that sort of CGI. Not that. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. Uh, Ahsoka had more of a, uh, no, Obi-Wan had a low budget. They should have actually given Obi-Wan more of a bigger budget. That's what I wish they did with Obi-Wan. But yes, they did a lot more than they did. I don't like CGI on characters. I, I'd rather just see them without CGI than with CGI, honestly. It makes yeah, them look that's, like. That's true for me, too. Yeah, it just makes them look like ghosts. Luke was totally fine. I get it. They were trying to do a flashback from a far away. But when the actor's still kind of young, yeah, keep it that way. It, it's enjoyable to see the actors playing themselves instead of playing a character where they just cover with CGI. I'm not a huge fan, but many of you guys may be. So, yeah. So, guys, again, we love this episode. Better than the other episodes. Very awesome. There was no stab, gut stabbing. <laughs> And uh, yes, there was no Thrawn, but yes, there was an Anakin. Yeah, there was an Anakin in this, which made it a great episode. <laughs> which made it a great episode. I have. 
Do you think we're going to throw our next episode, guys? Throw our next episode. episode. Yeah, throw our next episode for sure. Do you think uh, in the next episode we'll see more Anakin? Or I do hope you think so. We'll I hope so. Or do you think we'll see the new galaxy? Galaxy. Everything yeah. that you're saying right now, I hope so. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to see Ahsoka and the Pearl Girls and the Ghost Crew travel with the Pearl Girls to the new galaxy. Hopefully, yeah, the Pearl Ahsoka, Ahsoka does a little trick that Ezra did to travel with the Pearl Girls in hyperspace. Hopefully, we get to see that with the Ghost Crew. That'll be exciting. So, yeah. yeah, like they don't need a map. They just need the Pearl Girls. Pearl Girls, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they need to follow the Pearl Girls. Yeah. <laughs> like the in Rebels battle. Can we go back to the crew? Let's solve the protocol. <laughs> it's kind of like that. And they're going back. It is funny to refer back to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Solve the protocol yeah, yeah. to the new guest. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, that this was an awesome episode. Make sure to send those QA. And we will get to them whether the in the next two days. Actually, you gotta send them quickly so that we get them and grab them and we can talk about it. So, guys, thank you a lot for joining us as always. Uh, thank you so much. Make sure to leave those follow button, hit those follow button, leave those five-star review wherever you're listening, wherever you're listening to your Lost Hyperspace podcast. <laughs> Asuka. So, guys, make sure to leave those QA and until then. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. Always. Thank you for choosing Lost Hyperspace Podcast. And we appreciate you for listening. And we love you guys. And we hope for you guys to come back. If you like what you have heard, please leave a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and whichever where you listen to your podcast. And follow us on YouTube. And don't forget to check out our merchandise. All of those, will, the link will be below. And if you have any question or comments, please leave it in our email at lostyperspace at gmail.com. And don't forget, if you want to be in our podcast, you can also just leave us an email and we will provide you dates and time. So thank you guys. And the force will be with you always.